Most of the time, he talks it out with the voices in his head. Other times, he gets an artist to answer his questions, and you get to listen to it here. Welcome to Toad's Tunes. Welcome to Toad's Tunes. I'm sitting here today with uh, Mr. Josh Miranda. Is that how you say it, or is it a Miranda, right? Which one is it? Miranda. Yeah. Miranda. Unless Miranda. you're my high school football coach, and they're all my other coaches in high school. Miranda. Miranda. Yeah, but That's probably because I got pulled over a lot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Dude, welcome to Vegas again. Welcome to Stoney's again. Uh, we were talking earlier. You played one time here outside. Yeah. The, Thanks for doing that. ACM party for a cause. I just walked down the hallways down here and saw my autograph on one of the guitars from that show. Oh, shit. That's right, huh? Yeah. I was walking down with my tour manager. I was like, dude, I was like, that's mine. I was like, I signed that. I think yeah, we should go cool. through and go find out exactly which one. There's a few of them that are there. We don't know what year they were from because we did it. The, we've done it two years. First year we did one night, I mean one day. Second year we did two days. And then plus we have all the stuff that we did inside. So sometimes I go look at them and I'm super lost. I, I could see why. Yeah. The, well, the, I mean, well, I mean, there's no people, obviously, you know, that ever comes to ACM stuff. So. Right. None of them. Not, no. Dude, I got a funny story for you. Uh, last year, the last day, a guitar player from a band that didn't even play here signed one of the guitars. Signed every one of the guitars. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was not pretty. It was not good. I found out um, the dude was drunk, uh, which still doesn't make any difference. And I'm kind of, uh, I'd like to say I'm friends with Randy Couture. And Randy knew him. And Randy was walking. The guy kept apologizing to me, getting in my face. You know when you're sober and someone's drunk and they're in your face? It's, it's great. It's, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, you don't want it. <laughs> no. But when Randy's your friend, it's no big deal. Because I'm like, Randy, if this guy comes up to me one more time, please, we just I'm take care of it. I'm going to punch him in the mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't. I would. Hopefully, he would exercise his right to do that. <laughs> not yeah. me, but he took care of it for me. But not a good event. Not 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 good. That's really shitty, man. I'll tell you off this who it was. You probably know him. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna guess okay. you do know him. But all right, dude, what's new with Josh? I mean, so you haven't been here in a little over a year. Yeah. What's been going on with you? You've got singles coming out your butt right now. Yeah, man, we're doing new, a whole lot of new music, which is what it's all about. I've been working on my stuff and writing for my buddies, obviously. Right. And uh, yeah, man, just trying to get as much content out there as possible dude in today's digital world it's the easiest thing in the world <laughs> compared to what it used to be yeah because before you like it's no easy, one would hear it unless, yeah they yeah. come to your show or um uh, yeah you handed out a cd and that was pretty much your only options now you can record something if you have the setup at home and exactly you just upload it onto the streaming platform and if they playlist it you're off to the races yeah then boom there, there, so. there it goes it changes the game a lot. I've never done this before. This is the first time, but I didn't want to screw it up. You wrote Somewhere on a Beach? Yeah. And you wrote um, They Don't Know? Yeah. Dude. And Girl Like You. And... Oh, yeah. These are the only yeah. two that I that I grabbed real quick, and I was like, holy holy cow. Yeah. Um, mailbox money. Yeah. I don't have to pay you tonight. You're good. It didn't, well, I'm still going to collect, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that's um, those songs changed my life, for uh, sure. I they can, I can only imagine. And, yeah. You live in Nashville? Yeah. From originally? Yep, from Hendersonville, Tennessee. It's like Born and raised. 20 minutes north, yeah. Yeah, and we have a Henderson here, so every time someone says Hendersonville, the first thing I think of is 20 minutes outside of Vegas. Is Definitely Henderson. not that one, yeah. No, no. Um, so how does this come about? You write the song, obviously, um, Dirks gets someone in his camp says they want it, or did you write it with Dirks? Or? No, that was, that was my first cut ever. Like, first cut ever was a massive multi-week number one. We won song of the year with it. Um, and, like it just blew up. So the story is like, me and two of my buddies were down in Florida um, at a place called the Whale's Tale in Destin. And I don't know if it was me or Michael Tyler. Somebody was like, "Oh man," he's like, "If I go missing, I'll be somewhere on a beach." And the three of us looked at each other, and we're like, "Oh, that'd be a good song." Right. We tried to write it on the beach trip, and it wasn't right. We knew it was way too cool of an idea just to crap something out and be like, "Here's a song." Right. So came back to Nashville, 
And one of our friends from LA, he's a track guy, and he was like, played the track, and um, him and his other buddy Dave did it, and we were like, dude, that's somewhere on the beach, and we wrote it, and it was on hold for a, a couple artists, and Dirk Bentley was one of them, and we didn't know like who was going to record it, if it would even happen. Right. Keep in mind, I've never had a song recorded at this point, like nothing, except for like my friends, but that doesn't really count. That doesn't count, right. Now my friends are like Dirks and Jason, so now it counts, but <laughs> then, and you know, no disrespect to my friends then, but so... Yeah, man, that that was like a total outside thing. The story that I heard, and I haven't, I don't know if this is true or not, but it's pretty cool, so I'm going to say it's true, and I'm going to spread the story like wildfire, is we sent, my publisher sent it to Dirks' management, and the girl at the front desk got the email or something, and she listened to it, and somebody over there was like, I was like, yeah, they're like, just, you know, we're, we're, we're good for the record, and she was like, I'm going to play the song. She was like, I'm not, I'm not, I will not reply pass until you hear the song. I don't know who she is, but she marched into somebody's office and was like, you have to hear the song. I will not tell them that we're not cutting it until you hear it. And it changed my life. Wow. So you don't know who that girl was? I don't. Still to I need day. to find out. Dude, literally. Could, I mean, Travis Denning wrote a damn song about a, an ID, and he ends up meeting the kid. I mean, you yeah, have to meet her. I know. I do. I do. I, I want to know if it's a true story or not. Yeah, I even would. if it's not, I'm still gonna tell it. But <laughs> <laughs> it sounds it sounds it sounds better. What about um? They don't know how did how did how did that come about? That came about um, same thing. Like I I like to drive to Destin. I have a condo there now because of somewhere on a beach. Somewhere right. on a beach got me the beach condo that we rent out for investment purposes. But um, I was driving down through the middle of nowhere by myself. Um, and I saw this dude on a tractor out in the middle of nowhere, and it was hotter than hell. It was like the middle of July. Right. And I was driving, and I was like, I just wrote down a title they don't know, because I was like, dude, I don't know anything about this guy. I wouldn't want to be out there. Right. But he was out there just busting ass on his tractor and working the land. So wrote down the title, came back in town with Jerry Boyer and Kurt Allison. We knew Jason needed a song, and we wrote it, and it worked. Crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Yes. Um, I read I read something about you were going to go to dental school. Yeah. Is that the truth? Yeah, man. I was a... I was going to go to dental school and then on to residency, I was going to do oral and maxillofacial surgery. Um, and I was actually a surgical assistant for years, all through college, every Christmas break, summer break. Um, I was in the OR doing, we were popping out wisdom teeth. We did like six wisdom teeth a day, a couple wow. of implants, um, biopsies, TMJ surgeries, all that. I was. Did you enjoy that? Yeah, I did, man. I was like, you know, I thought that's what I was, I went to school for it. And I was like, right. Oh, want to do that and then I tacked on a minor in poli sci in case I want to go to law school and that didn't work out and then I just this is way more fun though uh, I'm sure I'm sure this way is way more fun, more fun. dude it's a, it's a creative outlet too I mean pulling teeth really isn't too creative I mean yeah I guess you could sign your name with tattoo on the guy's gum while you're that sleeping would be great. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm not saying I would do something like that but I would probably do something like that let him sue me later yeah but it'd be worth it so that was your last job yeah really yeah Dude, I love assistant. it. I absolutely love it. Yeah, all all the guys that are, were surgeons and and people there still support me and stuff. And are they better? Come out to shows and everything. Dude, like, he used to, I used to work with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's what's been your highlighted song so far that you've that you've outside of what other people have recorded, but stuff that you've done personally, stuff that you put out. What's like your favorite tune that means the most to you so far? Man, that's a tough question. Um, I wasn't like you know the next song is the best <laughs> song, but. I will say I had a song on my first EP I put out called I Got You. Yep. And it exploded. Yeah. Um, on Spotify and Apple and everywhere else. And uh, I Country went out, AF Radio plays shit out of it. Country AF Radio hooked that <laughs> shit up. That's why I played in Vegas and people knew it, which was cool, man. It's like 
I'd go on the road and open up for like Chris Young and Morgan Wallen and stuff, being like, I don't know if anybody's gonna know my shit. And then I go out there and like I start singing "I Got You" and phones come out, right? And people are singing it, and I'll do meet and greets, you know. And people are come out. They're like, "Man, I didn't know it was you, you know." But I love that song, and now I know who it is, and whatever. And it's just, man, that's that was, super cool. It was pretty cool to see that. You still play that in your set now? I, I think I saw it's your first song that you're gonna play tonight. Yeah, we're opening with it tonight, dude. Just put it right in their face, right? We got to come out with a, get your attention quick. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, growing up in Nashville, do you think that there's something different that you have within you versus the people that transplant themselves, or do you think people just adapt to that environment out there, music, that sort of thing? Um, I mean, I think if you got it, you got it. It doesn't matter where you're from, really. Right. It's, the music scene in Nashville is different yeah. than, than other places that I've been. But I've why, do you, been, why do you say that? Music and, like, I mean, the scene different in, in what sense? I don't know. I mean, I don't know, like, the L.A. scene too much. I have buddies out there, and they tell me what it's like. But Nashville is just kind of like everybody helps everybody out, you know? And it's like yeah. we're all a family. It's like, hey, I didn't get on so-and-so's record, but my buddy did, so I'm happy for him. And, like, I'm going to promote his stuff, and he'll promote my stuff. And right. It's like if I – somebody – like, I know, like, Jason, for example. So if Aldine, like, needs a song, then I don't have it. And, like, if you're a writer, you know, you're my buddy. We're in Nashville, and you wrote the song. And it's like it's exactly what he needs. And right. Just send it to him. Right. I think that's the you neatest know? thing. I I might say that that might be more genre-based, but I could be way wrong because I don't live in Nashville. But I don't think I've ever seen another genre of music where everybody champions each other the way they do. Yeah, man. I mean, if one country. of us wins, we all win. Like, that's yeah. the way we look at it. And it makes perfect sense because, I mean, that's just... It's crazy, though. Name one other genre that does that. I don't know. There isn't <laughs> one. I mean, there, there really isn't. I mean, yeah. you go to L.A., it's about, dude, I need to climb over your ass to get to where I need to go. That's pretty much what it's always been there. Yeah. New York, the same thing. But then you look at... You look at country, and um, I think that's my favorite thing. Like, I know this guy, Dean. You probably know him, the bass player from Austin Burke's band. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know his last name. I can't ever say it. it. begins with a P. But almost every single week, he's sending new music out via a story. Go check out my boy's song. This, and, and it's everybody. And I just yeah. sit back, and I, I mean, that's how I find a lot of new music is from all of you guys that champion all these other dudes. So it makes you go listen to their music, and it's yeah. win-win. Well, that's what it's all about, man. I mean... Good music is good music. Right. You know, I mean, we're all definitely competitive. Sure. But at the same time, we all want each other to win. Yeah. I mean, well, all boats rise. Exactly. And I and I love that, 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 that phrase. I met this guy uh, that helps, that started um, a festival in northern Utah, and he sold it, and now he's back in marketing with it again, so they can b- build it up to do whatever they're going to do with it, sell it, make it better, I don't know, but... When I met him, it's like one of the one of the things that 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 he is as a businessman that he always says is, man, if you got good people on your team, just remember this: all boats rise. And I was like, man, that's that's a good way to put it. That's yeah. a super good way to do it. Yeah, good people and good vibes, man. It goes a long way. Do you sit down with John Marks at all? Is he in your camp? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a big champion of mine, man. We uh, had cigars and drinks recently. Yeah, and um, I was a little hungover for a couple of days, but it was worth it, man. Yeah, he's a he's definitely in my corner. He's a big champion, dude. Love that dude. First and, uh, time. Um, I always ask that question too. I I, don't, I wouldn't consider yourself a new artist, but um, I mean, in my mindset, you're 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 established um, in this industry and yeah. working your way up. But the first time I ever met him, um, um, I was blown away because to me, he's like a guy that I would love to work under and just learn what he learns. Because we kind of in on a different level do the same thing. We yeah we champion young artists and kind of get get our ways in there. I met him a couple times. The first time I met him was at. Um, 
Russell Dickerson CD release party at the Exit Inn. Russell D. Yeah. Well, he was playing here, and everyone in his camp said, you won't go. You won't. You won't. Well, packed up me and the girl, and we showed up. Didn't even tell him. Just showed up. That's was, the dude. I, would, I bet his face was like, yeah. what? He, he was outside of that thing right next door, the restaurant, whatever that thing is, uh-huh. getting his plaque, taking the pictures and everything like that. I'm like, what's up, Russell? Like that. He, turns around, he goes, hey, Toad. What the? F-? That's literally <laughs> what it was. So it was kind of cool, but went upstairs during a show, and this guy was walking around with a beard. I knew who he was, and he's just introducing himself to people. And he goes, hey, I'm John Marks. I'm like, I know who you are. I said, I'm Toad from Stoney's. He goes, I know who you are. Yeah. I'm like, how the hell do you know who I am? And he's like, all about Russell. How'd you do this with Russell? How'd you get this? Well, I had lunch with him. I just remember this date because it was set in stone. August 26th, here in town, I took him to my favorite sushi bar with his wife. And um, Daryl from the radio station here set the whole thing up. And we went over and ate and just started shooting the poop. Well, that night I had Lindsay L here for a private. And he was like, dude, don't say anything, but I'd love to come by. So I didn't say anything. I interviewed her, told her that I got surprised for her. Didn't tell her what it was at the end of the night when they met again, whatever. They said hi. She like looked at me and she goes, you're unreal. Like It was like the coolest thing in the world. But I walked the wall the back wall with John yeah. Marks and his wife got to the end and was like, you two one and the same. And I just, yeah, I, I are, love that. Y'all are like the same person in it. It it's I mean, honestly, it's such a big deal for new artists. Like I, I still consider myself a new artist. Um, I put up music a while ago, but I don't know. I feel like maybe I'll always consider myself a new artist. Until I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It might keep but, your drive, right? Yeah. It definitely, it keeps me, you know, almost like not chip on your shoulder, but it's like, all right, let's go do this. But, We're, um, but yeah, man, the fact that, people like you and John champion people like me and give us a shot and get our music out there to get heard because, you know, getting on terrestrial radio is it's difficult. It's damn near impossible, you know, if you don't have a full-on radio staff. Sure, full-on radio. So, well, and that doesn't even help. I, I know right. I know a couple artists that um, have um, West Coast, you know, uh, Midwest, East Coast, and they're still struggling, still yeah. struggling. And I just sit back and I'm like, those people that are involved in their camp, like, are really good at what they do, but the the, the fight is... One of the reasons why Country AF Radio is around was because when we initially sat down with radio and said, this is what we want to do on Fridays, and this is the support we want from you guys, and they just kind of, like, laughed. One of the guys said, you know, I'm not talking to any artist unless it's Garth Brooks, like, told me to kick rocks. I was like, but Garth started somewhere. Yeah, dude, we all, everybody started somewhere, and everybody puts their pants on the same way. Sure. I mean, it's... I mean, and that's that's the drive for me, in a sense, is I sit back and I'm like, if I can take a brand-new artist and put them next to a bigger artist, and people are listening and they care. And in today's world, they do care because there is a Spotify out there that it's not just about the Carrie Underwoods of the world. It just isn't. Yeah, They're going to listen to everything, and they want to know more and more and more. And I, I mean, people here, they get excited. Like, the people that come to Stoney's, I'll have people come up to me like, you ever heard of this artist? I'm like, no. I'm like, send, send me their stuff. If I like it, I play artists that I've never heard of will send me a DM and be like, dude, will you play my stuff? And I'm like, dude... I, I won't bullshit you. I'm not just going to play it just because, but if I like it, I'll play it. Dude, that's incredible, man. It's just like creating a culture where it's like trying to just trying to find new people and new yeah. music. And that's, I mean, you're going to run across the next Garth Brooks, the next sure. Sam Hunt, the next, you know, Al Dean, FGL. Well, I, I, I love the story. I met Brett Young at, um, um, a radio show here and he was one of the very first artists that opened up and I had a mutual friend with him and he came up and he goes, dude, you're the guy that runs Stoney's. I'm like, yeah. And he was like, well, I'll be in town for Miss America. I don't have any radius claws. It's on a Sunday. It's a private event. Yeah. Anything open that Saturday. I didn't even open my phone and look at the calendar. I said, done. What do you need? I shook his hand, paid him two grand. Monday morning, his song went number one off his show. It was crazy. place. You couldn't even walk in this place. It was silly. It was 
just one of those things. I couldn't afford him now, but <laughs> I'm not, sure he'd come back. I mean, he's grateful. <laughs> yeah, but it was like one of those things where you sit back and you go, you just never know. Austin Burke, I sent him a DM. I found him online. Sent him a DM. First, first real show he ever played was here. Yeah, dude, this is my first headlining show ever tonight. Yeah, yeah, dude, that's what I like to hear. This is my, I mean, this is like the first. Well, I really, uh, dude, I've never headlined a show like outside of. Nashville. And I don't outside really, of Hendersonville. Outside of Hendersonville. Actually, I played Hendersonville for the first time two nights ago. I just heard, and you guys killed it. Like, I heard there was lots of people there. Dude, uh, yeah. I, I want to say I saw your post, and this is the one reason why I want to live in Nashville, because the shit that goes on there is so cool. Oh, dude, it was it was super cool, A, because it was my hometown. It was in the ballparks, like, where I, when I was a kid, like, I played, I grew up playing ball, like, in these parks, like, blood, sweat, and tears, literally, and like I'm playing the concert as full circle, and I'm, I'm I love to golf. Yeah. And John Daly was there hanging out with Jamie <laughs> Johnson. Reals? Bro, I got to meet John Daly. It was just it was a cool night. It was special. But yeah, it was my first headline and gig ever. That's me. So neat. hopefully I don't suck. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not even worried about. It. I want to say that. So when when we did the festival stuff outside, I I kind of get the giggles because last year I'm assuming you played last year. Yeah, year before last. I'm sorry, two years. We didn't do yeah, one yeah. last year. Is that right? Who? Was it a one day thing? Who do who else played your event? Who's the the the, the big I think, artist? I think Kip. Okay, so I think it was that Kip was. That night. So I can tell you that I was more excited for the small stage and the little bands that played than I was. I mean, that's one of the first times I saw Austin Jenks, and I about pooped my pants because that dude's a badass. I, yeah, I sat in front sure. of your stuff. I'm trying to think. Mitchell Tenpenny played that. Yeah, Mitchell did. Yeah. Fillmore was here. Fillmore was. That. Yeah, I mean. Was, you had it still stacked, bro. Yeah, that side stage was stacked. It was, and for me, I'd rather see you with like a guitar, and that's it. I'm fine with that because I can see the rawness, and I, I I get that talent out of it, and that's super fun for me. But we have some stuff in the works where where we're doing another thing uh, outside of this market, uh, big stage. Um, but I'm introducing a country AF radio stage to it. Chris and I believe that thought process of, dude, that's awesome. I want to get ahead, and that's what it's all about for me. Is like I want to get ahead of you in the sense of. You're playing at Stoney's. Um, I get this insight to you. The listeners get this insight to you. And as you grow, I mean, I want that relationship still there just to yeah. just to be like, this is fun, man. You got my phone number, man. Yeah. I'll, I'll always pick you up. Dude, it's super fun. What's what's like next for you? What what does the rest of the year like play out for you? What what you got going on? Um, I'm doing a lot of writing retreats here coming up the rest of the month. Um yeah. writing for me, like I said, other people, and then uh getting the new music ready, getting getting back in, in road shape for next year. And uh, I think we're going to hit it pretty hard next year. Yeah. Do you have goals, like, for uh, major record deals sort of thing? Or, like, yeah, you, you'd you want is I definitely, I think, I, here, I want a major record deal if it's with the right people. Right. I, don't, I just want to sign a record deal. Um, I've seen it happen to friends, like, where they'll sign somewhere and they just get shelved. Right. And nothing happens and their hands are tied. Like, I can put out a song in 10 minutes if I wanted. I could literally just write something and put it out. Right. They can't do that. Um, so it has to be like the right. I want to find my champion. Um, I think there's a couple out there. So we'll see what happens. Do you have year. an artist that you like to that you like to look at as kind of um, the footsteps that you want to follow in as far as an artist goes? Um, kind of, I'm not really. I kind of just want to like want to do my own. I want to figure out my own way and like blaze my own path a little bit. Um, right. I definitely respect like, you know everybody out there, and I get I, I get a, more insight. Then I feel like a lot of new artists do just because of like who my friends are. Yeah. And um like my management team, for example. Like part of my management team is Jason's uh guitar and bass player, Kurt and Tully. They so, write a lot. Yeah, they we write a lot. <laughs> and they write a lot. And um but they're part of my management team. And so 
I mean, they won, you know, Jason's artist of the decade. Now he's, he's a buddy. Right. You know, entertainer of the year, back to back to back years. So like to have those guys and Jason to be like, Hey dude, you know, what do you think about this? I mean, for him to say, you know, I've been there. First of all, I've been there, you know, second, here's, here's what I did or here's what I wish I would have done. And then to have them help us like with live show stuff. It's incredible. Yeah. Uh, uh, Priceless. It's yeah. I mean, that's, you can't put a price on it. It's just, I know there's a lot of people that wish they had it, and I'm really thankful that I do. (laughs) I think that that's probably an ace in the hole, if you really think about it. Yeah. Do you have a bucket list show that you'd like to be a part of? Like, you've got these Tortugas of the world, and maybe a show at Red Rocks, or Country Thunders, or the Coachella. looks pretty sick, just Uh, the venue in general. Have have you been there? I've only seen pictures. My best friend lives there. Um, Never been to a show there. Dude, what? I've never Lives been to a show. No, I've been to that to that venue. I want to say three or four times, but I've yet to see a show there. I've never been to the venue. I've just yeah. seen pictures and it looks awesome. It's amazing. I've stood on the stage. I've kind of like just looked at it, and then I've watched artists that have played there. Unfortunately, one of the artists that I keep going back to watching is Nickelback that played there. Um, probably gonna bite me in the ass for saying that, but um, you're not supposed to like them. I'm on I'm on tape recording right now. I'm <laughs> I tell my girlfriend all the time. Him. I mean, I respect him. Dude, I, dude, I used to listen to Nickelback all the time when they came out. Like I did. But you can't tell your friend you like Nickelback. You just can't do it. It yeah. doesn't it doesn't work. I mean, the dude can write. But He's, I sit back. Oh, yeah. and I was trying to explain to Heather that you can like Nickelback, but you can't tell people that you like Nickelback, and she doesn't understand the it's, logic. Yeah, in that. it's like you just. <laughs> Put that in the back pocket. Yes. Guilty pleasure. It's your, you know. It is. But I go back and I watch their show over and over and over again at that venue. Um, it keeps popping up on TV. And, and I I don't know if it's the venue um, or the fact that I think they, they just write radio-ready songs. And I just sit back and go, man, this, this dude just literally, that's what he wrote, was every song could go on the radio. Yeah. It, dude, you, people can hate on them all they want, but yeah. it's like at the end of the day, you wish you had that bank account. Dude, no shit, you right? You know what I mean? No <laughs> shit. It's like Nickelback sucks. It's like the bank account doesn't suck. Yeah, that's right. That? Last time I, I checked, there's a lot of zeros behind that one. Yeah. A lot. A lot. Um, so Red Rocks, would you would you like to put together a show sort of thing? Like, do you have guys that you look that you look at that you'd like to play with? Um, Share I'll, a stage with. That's probably better. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, obviously, like my buddies. Yeah. I'd love to do that, but I I listen to a lot of hip hop stuff, man. I'd love to play a show with Post Malone. Really, I would die. His story is ridiculous. It, dude, absolutely incredible. He like typed his name in a rap generator. Did you hear that? That's oh no, I, I don't know that part of. It. Are you kidding, dude? Oh yeah. So he typed like he was like, I need a name. So he went to Google searched like a rap name generator. All right, I'm gonna go do that. Or done. <laughs> and he said, from what I hear, it was like the first name. He's like, he's like, I have to use a first name, and it was Post Malone. And he's wow. like, cool, well, there's my rap name. The, the story I heard was about how he wrote a song one of his friends talked him into putting up on um, um, SoundCloud. Dwight Iverson, probably. Yeah, and uh, he woke up the next morning and that yeah, was it. That was Dwight Iverson, man. Yeah. yeah. It, it, absolutely. He produced the beat and everything on that. He did every, he, like he did all of it. It's, it's, what's crazy is I watch him like on Fallon. Like yeah. him and Fallon have this banter that goes back and forth, but he just seems like the mellowest dude ever. He but seems that, like a cool dude. Like I feel like we'd be friends. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, and he's so mellow. That's what's crazy. Like when you, I watch these in- interviews, and I'm just like, dude, that there's no way. And this guy's got tattoos all over his face, and he and he talks about how his mom gets pissed. <laughs> he does it. I mean, yeah. You either make it or you don't. At that point, there is no plan B. No. You start tatting your face. Like I got tattoos. But like when you start going, and I'm not gonna do my face. Ever. Right. You had me on record saying that I'm not doing it. Right. 
But like when you start tatting your face, like you're committed, dude. Like, Literally. I had a friend that played guitar. Um, he was probably in his early 20s and he got something on his neck. And I said, dude, before you get that, you got two cho- choices. You're either going to make it in music or you're working on cars the rest of your life. For sure. He didn't make it in music. So he's working on cars. Working on cars. And that's legit what it what it turned. It's sad, but yeah. I, I mean, mean, you just get judged right out of the box. Oh, for sure, for sure. I mean, mine at least. You know, music stopped working. Which, knock on wood, I'm gonna. I'm not. I'm probably. Never, I'm never gonna quit. But no, you know, I could at least wear a long sleeve shirt. You know, right? You can it. hide it. I think that I have zero. I have zero. That's a lot of commitment. Well, once you start, you're not gonna stop. That's, I hear that. When? How old were you when you got your first tattoo? Sixteen. Sixteen. Super legal. I like it. Yeah, well, I had to go to Bowling Green, Kentucky, to do it. Because if you're in Kentucky. We live we, so Hendersonville is like between Nashville and Kentucky. It's not; it's close to Nashville. But when I was sixteen, and um, I really wanted a tattoo. My mom and dad. My dad is covering tattoos, so he was like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." Yeah. And my mom was like, "Well, I guess." And it was like Philippians four thirteen, like right, like I'm on, like where my neck meets my shoulders. And um, she's like, "All right, we'll go do it." And we had your to go. parents took you. Yeah, my mom. Well, I mean, she had to sign off because I was under eighteen, and gotcha. you couldn't do it in Tennessee legally, so we had to go to Bowling Green. And it's legal there as long as someone signs over sixteen. If someone signs for it. Back when I was 16, it is. I don't know. Dude, that's crazy. I don't know anymore. That was a long time ago, I feel like. <laughs> Anybody in your family play an instrument, play music? Yeah. So my aunt um, tried, she was like doing the country music thing for a while, like trying to get a record deal when I was growing up. And she lived with us for a long time, probably until I was like seven years old. Yeah. And so I would like do vocal warm-ups with her and she'd play writer's nights and I'd get drug out to writer's nights when I was like five. Wow. And um, Was she like your, like, she would watch you or you would go because you wanted to go no she was like playing them so and you just, and you went because you wanted to go or she I was your babysitter in, at the time i didn't have an option oh gotcha i also wanted to go because um i got fried pickles and like a sprite and a sprite and sprite right i got a sprite and some fried pickles and i was all right with that that's pretty funny yeah and so she's the one that kind of got you into music probably man i mean i'll i'll say i mean that my family's like they all love music right you know everybody quote sings but she was actually like actively trying it, and um, yeah, man, I guess it just kind of like runs in my blood. I don't really know. What's Auntie doing now? She is uh, her and her husband have a garage door company down uh, in, in Hendersonville, Gallatin, actually. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she still sings like they're really good friends with like the McCurries, like Del McCurry band, the Bluegrass. Okay, yeah. And so she'll she'll hop up and sing every now and then with them and stuff. But. Do you go see her? Yeah, she actually she's at the Hendersonville show. I haven't seen them in forever because I feel like I've been traveling a lot. So I'll get to see my family as much as I would want to. And then we're all within like 25, 30 minutes of each other. Right. That but doesn't mean you get to see them, though. Everybody's so busy. Yeah. yeah. So I got to see everybody at Hendersonville. It's pretty cool. That's awesome. Good, good, good. When you go into Nashville, what's like your favorite place to go to to eat? So people that that listen, they I mean, everybody is going to end up at Nashville at some point. So you're going to want to know where to find me. Nah, man. I'm, I'm going to say that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Hendersonville, duh. Yeah. Um, like, do you have a go-to when you go into town, something that you crave? You just It just depends on, like, what kind of food, like, we're talking about here. So, we live in an area, it's called, like, 12 South, which is just south of Nashville. And there's a, a place called Mafiosas, and their slogan's Mafiosas, you're going to love it or else. Oh, okay. And it's great. They do uh, two for Tuesdays. It's two for one slices of pizza, two for one beers, two for one liquor pours. Right. Or whatever. So, my family and I can go and get out of there, like, 35 bucks. Do they have a restaurant on the outside of it? It's like the plastic stuff that covers the... Yeah, the patio. Yeah. You been there? Yeah. 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 Dude, yeah, I love Moss, man. I, I go there a lot. I, I always got my cheap Mexican spot, too, that I All right. frequently tear up. And then if I'm going if I'm going somewhere like a little bit classier, you know, 
there's a good steakhouse I like called Cane Prime. Cane Prime. I've I've heard about that. Yeah, definitely heard about that. Dude, it's good, man. We got some mean sushi out there too at uh, Virago. Virago. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. dude. I land and I'm you know Chris Bandy. Mm-hmm. I land. I think I'm riding with him next week. Dude, he's probably one of my favorite dudes out there. Literally, every time I go there, the first night I'm there, we meet at Virago and eat. Cool. Like, Virago, you can't miss. Have you been no. in the new location? I did. But my last time there, I, was, I, I ate with him there. It's a vibe, dude. Yeah. I have, like, you get in the car and, like, they moved. I went, oh, shit. What do you mean they moved like that? And he said, well, it's really not that far. But yeah, they moved yeah. across the hall. Um, I ate at Mafiosis because I'm a pizza connoisseur. I love pizza. Um, or is this like a bar? You should do like the bar stool thing. Like, you need to do like uh, a pizza I saw. Rating. Yes, I probably should. I've watched a few of those. It's kind of funny. But I just watched one where they did uh, the guy made pizza in a filing cabinet. What? <laughs> yes, he turned a filing cabinet into uh, a, a pizza oven. I wouldn't eat that, man. I, it's kind of sketch. But I ate at Mafiosos with Heather, my girlfriend, on um, Valentine's Day. Just this year, we were in Nashville, and someone told me that, and we're laid back. I don't need to go do all it's that bougie shit. It's definitely a laid shit. back, Bob. It is. So we go in there, and dude, it came time for the bill, and the waitress goes, do you want me to split the check? <laughs> I just was like, I'm done here. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Do you want me to... She wanted your number. That's what it was. Dude, I was like, you got to be kidding me. Like, who asked that on Valentine's Day? Besides that lady. Oh, yeah. She... <laughs> I totally spaced out. I forgot that she went on Valentine's Day. Yeah. Like, totally Valentine's she Day. She lost a bet. That's what happened. Dude, Surely, like, she lost a bet, and they're like, all right, you have to ask your tables all night if they want to split the check. <laughs> I looked at Heather and was like, I, 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 I got, I'm speechless. Like I've, I've seen some, some, some stuff in my day, but that one, that one kind of took the cake. People tell me Five Points is really good. I tried that pizza. Five there. Points is good, man. That's right. I get my tattoos like right next to Five Points Pizza. Yeah. So it was all right. It was all right. I'm still. I mean, I like old school New York style, so it's really Mafiosos wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Five yeah. Points was. I mean, it's not. It's good. It's not the best pizza in the world. Mm-hmm. Probably like, that drunk listening. pizza. Dude, I mean, it's walking distance to my house, and it's two from Which one? Mafiosis. I don't even remember what it was. I just remember us going there. It walking was a, distance. quite a drive. And I've tried the chicken stuff there. I just We always stay at the Hutton, so there's that um, Hattie B's is right there. Hey, yeah. Yeah. It's and, hot, hot chicken, my friend. Hot. Yes. Um, Christopher and I decided to try Hattie B's um, one day and got on a plane right after it. Why Don't you, do that. Why would you do that? Don't to know. Because there was no line at Hattie B's. It was the first time. Like walk out of the hotel room, just like look around and try and figure out what we're gonna eat. And we looked up the street and we're like, dude, there's no line. We should go try it out. And we did. And then what? Maybe... What level of hot did you get? Um, I think he got like a three or a four. What? No. Uh, and I, I don't. Dude. But then we got on a plane. I'm like sweating. I'm just like, what is going on? Are you flying back here? Yeah. Long three and a half hours. Long flight, buddy. Three and a half hours of. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that, listeners. Do not do that. Do not recommend. 10 out of 10, do not recommend. My favorite thing is that when I ask that question, you know, I'm going to go try the the, um, the Kane Prime place. I've heard a couple people Dude, yeah. say that. Well, it's an M Street restaurant. So M Street, um, it's they have like Virago, um, St. Anejo, which is right next to Virago. If okay. you've been there, highly recommend it. Good. Incredible. Moto is the Italian spot. That's M Street. Also, fire. That's that's date night spot. And then Kane uh, Prime. Maybe, 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 Heather, I'll try Valentine's Day at a better pizza Dude, joint. Dude, you know what? Go to Moto for Valentine's yeah. Day next yeah. time. It's more of your. They're not going to ask you, you want to split the check. What is? <laughs> what do you do for New Year's? Like, do you have a, a a thing that you like to do for New Year's? Go to sleep. That's it, dude. I'm like an old man. Yeah. I don't really. I mean, I used to like when I was in college. Like, I went hard yeah. on New Year's, and now I just don't like being hungover. It's not fun. I like, think that's one of the main reasons why I don't drink anymore is because I hate the three days following it. I hate it. Yeah. Um. Even tonight, like I'll have some drinks, but you'll watch me like throttle back. All right. 
like before the show, like I'll have some loosen up a little bit and then I will throw I'll decide back. whether or not you guys are going to drink tonight. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty yeah. fun. You get, yeah, you're going to, you have all the control of how the show's going to go. But, um, New Year's man, normally it's like a nice, I mean, like, I don't know, I'll probably just grill out yeah. at the house and the family and I'll just hang out and kid will be asleep and how, I may or may not be awake. Well, how old your kid? Uh, two. Two. Two-year-old daughter. Brand new. Boy, girl? Little girl. What's her name? Lily. Lily. I like it. She's awesome, man. She's the best. Like, I get to do a lot of cool things, but that's the best. Right. Little girl, dude. Yeah, I'm ruined. I forever. have a son who's much older now, and my girl's got an 11-year-old, and um, she calls me Daddy Jeff, which is rad. Um, doesn't get any better than that, but I'm going broke, because if she says, can I have that? I'm like, okay. Dude, <laughs> I'm, dude I made the mistake. I was on dad duty recently, and I was like, I'm going to crush this. Or I'm going to take her to the Disney store. Oh. I took her, dude. Want, want, want. Oh, that And I was, I, daddy, dad, dad, I, I want. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Dude, it was like, it, oh, God, it was so bad. It's bad. It's really bad. Because you can't so, say no. No. I wasn't going to tell her no. No. Absolutely not. She yeah. looks at, I mean, like, there's a couple things where I was like, all right, you're just grabbing shit at this point. Like, you're just, right. you don't even know what that is, you know? <laughs> and it's $180. No. <laughs> yeah. Like, dude, it's a princess dress for a five-year-old. You're not even going to fit in that. They're yeah. like, all right, see if they got one fits you. We'll just look for that one. That's pretty funny. But yeah. We just got a um a puppy. Um uh, a silver lab. Oh yeah. I had a black lab for twelve years. He passed the day before Mother's Day. No. And it took me a little bit of time to get over it, but we just got her this past weekend and we named her Whiskey. I have a whiskey. Do you? I have a dog named Whiskey. It's you do? A, yeah. Hell yes. But yeah, I have a Miller and a Whiskey. That's hence you guys drinking Miller Light tonight. That makes sense. Shout out Miller Light. Shout out Yeah, pay me, pay me, pay me. Why I'll, whiskey? I'll just take free beer. Well, I drank a lot of whiskey in college, dude. man. Okay. I don't drink as much of it anymore because I drink so much, so much, <laughs> so much whiskey. But yeah, man, and she, uh, her color, like she just, the color of her coat is whiskey. She looks what like kind of dog is it? A Belgian Malinois. It's like a German Shepherd, but a little bit smaller. Okay. And uh, the Navy SEALs use these dogs. Oh, nice. Yeah. They're, Boy, girl? Well, she's a girl. And she is, she looks like she'll rip your face off. Right. But that's probably the she sweetest definitely thing. Yeah. Yeah. She's nice. And then my other dog Miller is a German Shepherd mix, and he's he's a big boy, and he looks like you just walk up and hug him, and he will rip your face off. So they're like they're opposite. I mean, definitely like if you don't, they'll let you know like if you show up at our house, right, that you're not coming in. You're not coming in, a hundred percent not. Matt, your ears guy has two German Shepherds. Yeah, and I went over his house maybe two years ago. Uh, I've met his dogs before; they're cool. Um, he walks me by the front gate. Stand by the front gate. His dog's on the other side. His dog came through the gate, bit me through my jeans, and drew blood on my leg. No, thank you. And I was like, um, "Why don't you control your fucking dogs, dude? Like, what is this? What's going on?" He's like, "Well," and he's like, "Well, you didn't come in the right way." I go, <laughs> "You're supposed to come in the window." <laughs> I'm supposed to, no, I'm supposed to go in through the garage door, and I'm like, "I'm following you, dude. I'm following you." So every time his dog comes, he should have been like, "Hey, dude, if you come through this way, yes, shit's gonna get real." I tease him all the time about it because you know back then I was like, I, I was pissed. Because you ripped my you you ripped my shorts or my jeans or whatever. Put First a hole of all, in my, my jeans. jeans are ruined. <laughs> yeah, I got these ones didn't have holes in them, jerk. But I was just like, dude, those dogs are crazy. They're yeah, crazy. They're uh, they're protective. Yeah, my, dude, my drummer got recently like his dog. It was older. Unfortunately, I had to put it down, but it like attacked him. Like bit his hands. His I, own owner. Yeah. Wow. My drummer Harrison, man, he called me and I thought it was a cruel joke. Right. Because when your drummer calls, it is like... says, I ain't got my hand. <laughs> FaceTiming. He just was like, his hand was like in a bloody rag. And I was like, we had a gig like two days after. And I was like, right. what? What happened? Happened. He's like, dude, my dog attacked me, man. 
He's fun, and he played the show, but... Yeah, that's crazy. Dude, yeah. I don't wish that. No. I, dogs are great, but like, I don't want to get bit by them. No, know? hell no. My little my little puppy's... I think she's nine weeks old, and she bites everything. So it's yeah, just, it's a puppy. Yeah. Dude, what I don't get... Would you ever like put like the arm thing on that like the cops... Hell no. For like the training thing? No. I, I watch that shit on TV. I don't... I, no, I wouldn't. Like, no. It's good about the thing. It's like... Dude. What if they miss? Yeah. <laughs> what if they miss? Also, how thick is that padding? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I've seen those dogs take down people big time. Like, what if he decides he doesn't want the arm anymore and wants to go for your neck or your face or your other arm? Yeah. No, thanks. No, I'm going to take a hard pass on that. I don't understand the logic in that. Next time you come to town, um, you got to fly in early with your boys and we'll go play some golf. I'm not really good. I play army oh, golf. Dude, um, I love But I, but I enjoy playing. I love to golf. I'm not great. I can keep up with people but um, i just love to do it all right i need to play a, a lot more uh, i played twice in the last year but i enjoy getting out and yeah, playing get you playing more than yeah and what's neat is around this town um i grew up here so all my friends that i grew up with a lot of them work at golf courses so it's y'all got some i've never golfed out here but i know about the golf out here and it's supposed i mean it's, it's expensive ridiculous. yeah for sure <laughs> i mean what isn't expensive in vegas right that's true too or the Vegas, a beer at Stoney's. The Vegas that I know. Yeah. yeah. I know you. So the beer at Stoney's, really. Yes. Well, I mean, even if you didn't know me, the beer at Stoney's yeah. is cheap. It's five, six bucks or something like that. I mean, but. Is it really? Uh, I think it, I think a, a beer. We I don't have, think I've ever paid for beer here, thanks to you. So I don't know. A, a Montucky in a, in a can, a Montucky cold snack is four bucks. You're giving it away. Pretty much. But we're not, we're not, our clientele isn't, isn't the people that go to Hakkasan and spend $8,000 on a bottle of Grey Goose. That's dumb. Yeah. But that, people do it. Well, I mean, not here. If you got to flex and let people know how much money you now don't have, then go for it. I don't understand the logic in that. So we're bringing something back that we used to do a long time ago. Is we used to put Strawberry Hill in a brown paper bag and sell it for two hundred fifty bucks. We're bringing it back because people would buy the shit out of it because they thought it was funny and really Strawberry Hill. Come on, Boone's Farm does it get any better than that? Two hundred fifty dollars. Two hundred fifty bucks because the funny side is, what's it cost? A dollar ninety nine. Might cost three bucks. People today. buy it. They buy it because it's funny. It's Dude, funny. it's two hundred fifty dollars. Like. Maybe I just need to make more money. I a don't a bottle of tequila here is three, four hundred bucks. That to put into perspective, but I think the Boone's Farm is just kind of you want to be that guy. I, th- I mean, yeah, I'm not gonna spend two hundred fifty bucks, but I'm just I don't know. I I like to spend money like on different things. I don't right. really, I don't not like, on liquor. No, no, I don't go ball out on like. I've never been that, that guy. stuff. Never like, ever ever been that guy. I recently got like, got into shoes. Yeah, I like shoes. Shoes are not a bad thing to get into. Yeah, but like, I, I wear like them. basketball shoes. No, yeah, like Yeezys and like yeah. off whites and stuff. Like that's, <laughs> I'm wearing a pair of off whites tonight, for sure. Dad shoes. Yeah, I'm a dad, dude. Dude, I, but my I'm a cool dad. You know what I mean? Like right? I'm a cool guy. Because you're wearing Yeezys. Yeah, I'm a cool guy. I'm a cool dad, dude. You're cool because you're but, wearing a, you're wearing an awesome shirt. Yeah. See, I don't. I I got my Adidas on. These are Adidas too. Yeezys are Adidas. Are they? Yeah. Nah, I don't know enough about shoes. I'm just starting. Man, I got buddies that are like we have a we have a group text message i named it easy easy because like that these things like they resell like crazy so like we right. get them i don't pay like i'm not paying resell it i'm not doing it it's stupid if i know i can pay way less if i'm can get them from the website yeah why, like why would i yeah why do people go out and buy them on ebay and all these like apps because you can't that. get them dude like they're gone that fast oh man like we have full-on like tricks that we do to get these shoes like you'd be surprised and you keep them. You don't resell them. I keep mine. Yeah. They, they, all my buddies, like, they'll keep them for, like, it's called personals, and, like, they'll resell them, too. So they'll wear them, like, four or five times and then sell them? But you can't touch them, dude. It ruins value. If you put them on your feet, it's... So then I don't understand what... what so, you, like, they'll keep them. Like, they'll keep a pair for them. Like, they'll buy 
Two. Two pair. Yeah, okay. one for them and one to resell. Right. Because if you resell it, then you'd paid for your pair of shoes. Right. I just, it's so hard to get more than one pair. Like, I'll just buy my pair. And honestly, like, I don't go buy, like, I don't think they all look great. Like, there's a couple that I love, and I want those. I'm not, a, I have, I wear a size 13, so shoes, like, I always like looking at shoes in, like, a 9 or a 10 because they look rad, and the minute you go into a 13, they're not rad anymore because the whole front on them looks like the front of a boat. No, dude, it's not. I got an NBA friend his size, it's like 16 and a half, I think. Jesus. Yeah, I got him, like, a pair of boots. I was yeah, like, dude, I was like, let me hook you up with a pair of boots. Like, what size shoe do you wear? It's like 16, 16 and a half. I was like, I don't even know if they make this. Right. It's going to be a homemade boot. Yeah, this is a custom pair, man. Like, I didn't, I don't know if like we could do the custom, but they hooked it up. But that's right. Yeah. Sweet. Dude, thanks for hanging out. Dude, thanks that's for having fun. me. Man. I'm, I'm looking forward to tonight, and uh, I'm going to hit you up for some sushi and golf next time I'm here. Dude, no joke. I, I think are... I might be out in December when Jason's out here. I think I might come hang out. Um, I'll be here. I will definitely be here. Okay. December 6th, 7th, and 8th, I think he's playing here. Yeah, he has that residency. Yeah. I'm not going to be here the whole time, but I might fly in and give Over him help. Park, a yeah. That would be rad. That would so, be super rad. I might fly in a day early and just hang out with you and not hang out with you. Dude, we'll go eat good fish. I'll take you where I took John. I mean, I I'm, I want to go know where the good sushi's at. That's, I don't want to eat this, the questionable sushi. Right? I don't do that. I have my, the these people that they see my posts of fish, and they're like, dude, my favorite p- place is like this this one place. It's all you can eat for 29 bucks. I'm like, okay, f- first of all, you lost me at all you can eat. Because I, I don't do that. Because there's no way in hell that they're making making money if they if they got good fish in there. Yeah, so I'm, I'm the, I, I don't I I'm don't real do that. particular fish. I am I am as well. Real particular. My buddy Dave went to Lake Mead last Wednesday, just two days ago. Caught a 39 pound bass. Him and his friend. What? 39 pound bass. I'm gonna show you a picture when we get done. 39 pounds. Yeah, 39 pound striper. And I'm just like. So he brought over a filet. I uh, I cooked two ways. One, I he brought me over two little pieces. One about this big, and one like a little bit smaller. And I put one in a pan with some butter and garlic and ate that one. The if sec- you're listening and you couldn't see that, one was this big and one was a little smaller. <laughs> oh, that's right, dude. I'm glad you <laughs> that. But the other one, I th- I threw on the grill in some aluminum foil and yeah. let it just kind of cook cook in its own. Dude, it was r- really surprisingly really really good. No fishy taste, but it was the picture's huge, huge. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I can't do fishy taste. No, so if, if it I, smells like fish when yep. it gets to the table, I'm not eating. Dude, it. if I walk into a place and I smell fish, I'm out. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. yeah. I'm not even sitting down. <laughs> I'm not even going to use your bathroom if I walk in and your sushi joint. Maybe just to change the smell of the place, I might. But that's about <laughs> <it>. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Oh, Tell man. people how to find you online. Yeah, man. Uh, everything at Josh Miranda, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, JoshMiranda.com. M-I-R-E-N-D-A. Not Miranda. Not Miranda. Cool. She's dope, but that's not me. Yeah, well. So it's an E, M-I-R-E-N-D-A. But yeah, look me up. All right, all right, all right. That's the end of this one. Go ahead, roll credits. Recorded by Toad. Produced by Toad. Booked by Toad. Voiced over by Toad. You know what? Toad would just like to go ahead and take this moment to thank you so that he doesn't have to go back and do his real job. <laughs>